And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee. Man, I went to an, I, I went to one of the amusement park and I and I saw something and I heard screaming. And my wife said to me, You think you might take a ride on this? I said, this idea is not of God. <laughs> That's pure torture. Are you with me? Uh, how could you have something like that in an amusement park? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Oh, praise. Isn't God a wonderful God? Amen. No, the second thing I don't want, I want, I want to finish this right here. The second thing God said, not only fear not, but what? Believe only. Because you see, you can doubt and you can doubt and believe at the very same time. That's why God said there's got to be only belief. Only belief. You got to believe how? When? Only. Amen. Believe only. Believe only. Belief and faith are two sides of the same coin. I need you to understand that. You see a coin we have, there is the head and the tail. Amen. Belief and faith are, and with a coin you can transact business, can't you? In this natural realm. Well, be, well to be able to transact business in the spirit realm, you must have belief and faith. Amen. Belief is to be fully persuaded. Faith is to act on the belief that you have. Amen. So the head of the coin is belief, the tail is faith. That's how you work it out. Amen. Because if you have if you have faith and no works or belief, amen, and no works, then you have no faith at all. You're fooling yourself. Yes. Now you get what I'm saying, saints? James told us so. So you got to believe God and then do what he tells you to do. So Jesus looked at Jairus and he said, I need you because the word belief and faith is has the same root word. Are you with me? That's the same Greek word. One talks about the action that comes as a result of being fully persuaded so he said believe what i'm telling you you just saw a woman was made whole believe that and now i want you to walk home with me in silence yeah. and you get what i'm saying since you got what that's why i said you leave people alone when you're working on your resurrection when you're looking forward for god to resuscitate something in your life you believe him and you keep moving forward you keep moving forward. At that time, everybody's right. When you reach a place where everybody's right and you are wrong, that's a wonderful place. Amen. When you reach a place, everybody can do whatever they want. It doesn't matter to me. You are in a wonderful place. You are in a state of relaxation. You are poised for God to move in your life. Oh, glory be to Jesus. You are just poised for God to move in your life. Who has gone ahead? You thank God for them. Praise God. Those who are coming behind you encourage them. But you are moving in the direction of your resurrection. Verbally, you're saying the right things. Amen. And, and um, action-wise, you are saying nothing. Amen. You're just walking. Sorry, verbally, you're speaking faith. But in action, you're just walking in that direction. You're just what? walking in that direction amen anybody walking in that direction this morning yes 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 walking in that direction when you meet somebody you'll know who's walking in that direction because at that time people are very careful what they say 
Are you with me? People are very careful. People are people. They become meticulous. They begin to behave like masters. We talk about being master, being a Christian mastery. Are you with me? Being a master. So at that time, they are very careful. Very very careful. Amen. Now, now I believe. Now on his way to his house, Jesus did not rush to Jairus' house. I'm about to make a point here, brothers and sisters. I don't need. I don't need you to miss. Jesus did not rush to Jairus' house. Let me tell you why I believe. You see, back then in the Eastern Jewish culture, when somebody died, they believed that their spirit hovered in the room, lingered in the room. Are you with me? That is why Jesus took four days before going to Lazarus. In John 11, he took four days because they said in John 11. Now, I'm going to show you how Jesus counteract what they believe. Amen? From the Bible. But John 11, they believe. Remembered when Jesus was going to the grave. She said, Lord, he's been dead four days and he stinketh. Let me ask you, is your situation looking like it's stinking? <laughs> if it is, Jesus, the resurrection and the life is on the way. Are you with me? If it is, he's on the way. Because he is the resurrection and he is the life. He's not forgotten you. He's out to blow your mind. Oh, glory be to Jesus. Yeah, he's out to blow your mind. Yes. So, so, so they were think. So back then, that's how they thought. They thought, well, the spirit lingered and hovered over the person, and and that's the way they interpret coma. Amen. Well, he, that person wasn't dead. It was just a coma. The Bible says, amen. Listen to me carefully. The Bible says that when Jesus went into the house, amen, after Jairus, after Jairus came in and he put everybody out. Now, when he came in the house, you remember, and he said, he said, she's not dead, but she's what? Everybody began laughing. And the reason why everybody began laughing is because they know when somebody's dead. So there is no hovering of any spirit anywhere. More so, back in then in the eastern countries, uh, um, they didn't have refrigeration as we have today. So they had to bury the body right away. So all that commotion that was going on was, uh, they were getting ready for burial. Amen? God is making a point here because the Holy Spirit wanted you to see the girl was really dead. The situation was dead. But the resurrection and the life was on the way. You get what I'm saying? So, 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 so when he came in and he said, she's not dead, but she sleepeth. And we spoke of that before. You got to speak in the direction of your resurrection. It doesn't matter how you feel. You got to speak in the direction of your resurrection. Are you with me? Don't say, well, I've applied for five or six jobs. Amen. I've been trying to get a promotion. Amen. Is God hearing me or not? <laughs> you are not speaking in the direction of your resurrection and I said every time you look at how Jesus if you want to see how a Christian life is more look at Jesus Paul said follow me as I do what yeah Paul qualification for following him was that he followed Jesus he didn't just say follow me by myself he said I'm following somebody follow me you know what I'm saying? So look at how Jesus modeled and look at the results he get. And we will get the same results because Jesus is the word incarnate. We don't have the living word with us, Jesus, but we do have the written word. It is the word nevertheless. Are you with me? You take the written word, put it on your breath, and it becomes rhema. 
Amen. And Rema, which is the spoken word, brings forth life. The Bible says, I think, the, uh, um, um, glory be to God. In Luke chapter 1, verse 37, the angel told Mary. What the angel said to Mary in Luke chapter 1, verse 37, he said, No word of God is void of power. It means with God, all things are possible. That's what it says. Is it Luke 130? You know, Luke 137. But the angel, when she said to the angel, Look, tell me how I'm going to be impregnated when I have not seen a man. The angel said to her, With God, all things are what? Because he can give life out of nothing. Are you with me, saints? And that means, it means that is interpreted as every word of God. What? Oh, sorry. This is, this is, the, this is, sorry, this is the interpretation. No word of God is void of power. No word of God is. So when you take the rhema and you lose it in the situation, it's not void of power. Amen. What? 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 It's not void of power. And if you don't see it happen, guess what? If you don't see it happen, look, in the Greek, there is the perfect tense and the imperfect tense. Most of the commands are in the imperfect tense. And that means, you know when something, that means because it's not, because it's imperfect, you got to say it again. You got to do it again. You got to, because it's not perfect. You say it until it's perfected. So you don't just say it once most of the commands are in you have to go back in the original language and look at the tense most of them are in the imperfect tense so if you say be healed in the name of Jesus and you haven't seen it, it's happening it's happening, something is turning and breaking loose are you, are you, are you, don't you get distracted by the sense of sight, you stay on it you stay on it and don't behave like an immature Christian, been saved for 25-30 years and still behaving like a baby Talking about where it is, where it is. It's in, the, it's in the imperfect tense. Which means it's not perfected unless you get it perfect. You got to say it. Say it over. Say, say it over. Say it over. That's why Jesus told the man with the son who was possessed in uh, Mark chapter 9 verse 23. If thou canst believe. <laughs> Do, do you think do you think Jesus do you think Jesus is playing games when Jesus look at the man and tell him if thou canst believe all things are possible do you think that's a game and we have spiritual telling teachers telling people well not all things are possible sometimes God says yes sometimes God says no sometimes God says wait because they are not the one in that situation you see they are not the one in the situation so sometimes God says yeah but you put them in that situation oh God oh. You see, when you are not in a situation, you become desensitized. Yeah. You become desensitized. But somewhere, somewhere, if you do enough research, you'll find the truth. And the truth is, if thou canst believe, all things are possible. Not if God can believe, if you can believe. And so we walk around believing it's a game. Romans 8 to 35 said, He who, 8 37 says, He who spared not his son, but delivered him up for us all, how will he not with him also freely give us all things? God gave us his best. You send your son to be murdered by human beings, what else won't I give you? You think about it. 
What else? I took him from heaven. Look, have you ever meditated on a scripture verse? Have you ever taken a scripture verse? Meditate on it. So life can explode in you. He who spared not his son. He looked at his son. Jesus said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Just for you. And you're going to let some human being talk you out of your inheritance. <laughs> oh God, we give you praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Again, what I'm, gone are the days. Gone are the days. And let me say it again. Only church people are not looking for evidence. The world, is, the world wants evidence. When God, when the Bible says, the whole, in, in Luke chapter um, 1, Luke chapter 2, when the Holy Spirit came on the day of Pentecost, he came like a mighty rushing wind. And the Bible says they were filled with the Holy Ghost. Are you with me? You remember that? You, you couldn't see them filled? You couldn't see them filled? You couldn't feel them and say, oh, they are filled. No, how did you know they were filled? Evidence was given. And the evidence was speaking in tongues. That's how you know they were filled. So don't tell me. A sign of being filled is love. Ridiculous. Where is the evidence? God gives us evidence. Every time in the Bible. Where is the evidence? All in Christendom we settle for that trickery. The world doesn't. They're smarter than that. The world doesn't. The world will not settle. They want proof. The world will show me, show me, show me, show me. Because human beings were wired to believe through evidence. Yeah. Wired to believe through evidence. Wired. And it hurts my heart when I hear people settle for that. People settle for that. I'm not saying love is not a fruit. The Bible didn't use love as evidence. The Bible used love as a fruit. Are you with me? And so, <laughs> you got to believe while you're waiting. You got to believe only. You got to do what? Believe only. That's what God wants you. Believe only. Believe only. Faith and belief. Part of the same coin. Amen. So you can drop and you, you need that coin so you can, you can transact business in the spiritual realm. You see, what I'm, you, see what I'm using? you see how I'm using it figuratively? In the natural realm, we have a coin with a head and a tail. You use it to transact. Are you with me? In the spirit, there is a coin with a head and a tail. Faith and belief. You use it to transact so you can get results. Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? This thing is for real sense. Oh, glory be to Jesus. So, 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 I, I, so, so this is where I was. When Jesus came into the house and he said, he began to speak in the direction he was heading. Are you with me? You begin to speak. He began to speak in the direction he was heading. They thought he was crazy. I'm not sure if I made that statement before. But listen to me. I'm going to make it. Listen to me. Spiritual minded people sounds dumb to carnally minded people. I don't know if I said before. But listen to me. When you walk in the spirit, you're going to sound dumb to a carnal minded Christian. Leave them alone. Because the Bible said to be carnally minded is death. Yeah. Just leave them alone and be quiet and keep, keep walking with the Lord. Just keep walking with the Lord. Glory be to Jesus. Yes. 
Yes. Hallelujah. I was going to say something more, but I got to move on. I got to, I got to move on. So when they came in the house, glory be to Jesus. And he spoke like he was going for resurrection. They laughed him. He put all of them outside. Amen. He kicked all of them out. Hmm? Kicked them out. And then he took three guys with him. And the parents. And then the Bible said he spoke to her. And this is how we know she was dead. The Bible says this is what happened. Her spirit. You, you got, you, let's, let's say it, let's say it. Because you see, in, in the Jewish, in the Jewish eastern culture they believe that your spirit was in the room look what happened and her parents were uh, can you go back the verse before the verse before verse 50 55 let's read it is it 54 54 yeah and and, and what 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 happened to her spirit where was it we do not know we know it wasn't in her body are, are you getting what I'm saying, saints? We know this. No, that death, death means separation. That's all it is. That's her spirit separated from her body and it went somewhere. I do not know where, but I know at the time Jesus entered, it was not in the body. Now, people, some cable shutter. A lot of people out there believe in well there is no life after death listen to me everybody's going to live somewhere everybody's going to live somewhere whether in heaven or in hell you're going to live somewhere we are not trees we are not animals don't you worry these professors and these millennials that tell you we are just animals and no trees there is no life after death we got a witness we got the we got the rich man and lazarus yes. the bible says the rich man the, the <laughs> oh god i give you praise are you, get, are you getting what i'm saying sir? we know her spirit came back into her body and to get rid of and to, 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 to erase any doubt that she was alive Jesus said you know get a Big Mac get a, give a Big Mac you know she cannot you cannot give her a cheeseburger now that's that's too small she needs something she needs, she needs a, a a double a, a quarter pound or something yes Lord because we got to prove that she's alive one a spirit doesn't eat so I need to erase doubt you see God is about erasing doubt and giving evidence and giving evidence and giving evidence Christians want no evidence yeah isn't that pitiful and we settle for anything instead of standing on God's word and say God is not a man he said it, I'm going to believe it. Yeah. Christians must do like, like Will Smith. Will Smith said, if, you, if you're going to come after him and you get on a treadmill, you better come on the treadmill ready to die. Because the only way he's getting off the treadmill is through death. It means he's not giving up. That's how Christians should get. Don't give up. And walk away. There's a book called Grit. I think every Christian should read Grit. It'll change your mind. G-R-I-T. Yeah. Yeah, go read it. Yes. G-R-I-T. It'll change your life. Anyhow. 
so so are you are you lord i hope i didn't get over my time glory be to jesus are, are you are you getting what i'm saying and you get what I'm saying, sis? So, 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 so we see Jesus here, the resurrection and the life. He said there are two things you must do. Fear not. Amen. And what you must do? Believe only. Believe only. And then he said, when you do that, this is what's going to happen. Hekobosata. Man, I cannot teach all of that, Lord, but I'm going to rush. It's, it's okay if I rush through it. Are you with me? It's okay if I rush through it. But, but by the way, before I get to the last part, before I get to the last part, you remembered when Jesus, have I mentioned that before, when Jesus stayed deliberately four days for Lazarus? I said that? Because he said in John eleven twenty five, 25, he said, I'm the resurrection and the life. And she said, Lord, his body stinketh. And she, no big deal. I, I give life. I'm the rest. If I stay one day, two days, three days, five days, it doesn't matter. When I come, the problem, the thing is, I'm coming. I'm coming because I don't lie. I'm coming. I have not forgotten you. I'm on my way to blow your mind. I'm on my way to blow your mind. Your life will never be the same again never be the same again are you with me sense never be the same again and jesus said when you do that when you embrace me as resurrection and life and you remain quiet on your way to your resurrection how you remain quiet you be you believe amen you believe you just zip it up amen zip it up are you with me sense because when you zip it up when you zip it up guess what happened god can now fight for you yeah as long as your mouth move in there's no when you zip it up oh look out angels are dispatched mm, and now you just think good things oh glory be you use your mind to get to see you living in your solution when i say you use your mind to see you what leave it in your solution one of the thoughts i hold in my mind every day before i go to bed is the amount of vehicles that back up from Appalachian parkway coming up here into this oh glory into this building I see the police vehicles. Are you with me? The lights. I see glory be to God. I hold that thought in my mind. Yes. I use my mind to live in my solution. No, you can use your mind. The Bible the Bible says there's a vain mind. You can you can use your mind for vain things. But I'm using my mind to live in my solution. Because I know how it works. You you are, you gotta seize it before you seize it. You, 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 are, you got to see it before you seize it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, this is why. No, this is the best part. This is the best part. Mr. Don, this is the best part. When Jesus, the last thing he said to him, if you fear not, if you believe only, what's going to happen? She shall be what? Made whole. She shall be what? Made whole. She shall be what? Made whole. Glory. Made whole. Glory be to Jesus. Now, since you listen to me, that word made whole, very powerful word. Very powerful word. That, made, that word made whole, very powerful word. That's the same word Jesus used for the, you remember the ten lepers who came to Jesus. Amen. When Jesus, well, they came and, and Jesus said, go see your, go, go, go show yourself to the priest. And they were, they were, and while they were on their way, while they were <laughs> headed in the direction of their resurrection, because they got a word from the Lord. 
The Bible says as they were heading in their direction, they got healed. And one of them got smart. One out of ten is what? A tenth. I'm not going to put you on. One out of ten. Are you with me? He came back and he said, Lord, I want to thank you for my healing. And the Lord said, there was ten. Where is the other nine? And the Lord said, for being thankful, thou shalt be made whole. Whole. The word whole, let me see me. Let, let me not healed only. The nine was healed, but this one was whole. You, you, you see what's the difference? You see when you see when you see when you had leprosy, your nose fall out, your toes drop out. When Jesus said, Be made whole, his nose grew back out, his toes grew. <laughs> it's called restoration not only healing but healing and restoration now I can use that same word in Romans 10 13 it says for all those who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved it is still whole the word whole when you come to Jesus Christ brother you get yourself a package if you get yourself a package deal we have no idea the average Christian has no idea of the package deal they get when they become a Christian. Are you getting me? When God came to save, God realized we had needs and he did not ignore our needs. Are you with me? He realized there is a sense. Do you know there is a devil in this world? A wicked devil. And so God has given us power to level the playing field. <laughs> oh, glory be to Jesus. Anybody want to be made whole? Anybody? You need some things restored. I get what I'm saying. Restored. Some things need to grow back out. Are you with me? You need a new muscle to grow back out. Akabasa. Are you get what I'm saying? You need you 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 need new synapses and sinews in your mind to grow back out. I, you need new muscles and new tendons and new ligaments. Are you with me? Oh, glory be to Jesus. Lord, have mercy. <laughs> that's why the Lord said to me tell them I'm going to blow their mind some stuff I'm going to restore and grow back out some, some stuff I'm going to I'm going to Lord have mercy Lord have mercy Lord <laughs> And even now, brothers and sisters, it's, it's, it has begun. As you receive the word today, it has begun in your life. Oh, Kobo Sata. Hallelujah. 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 God is working in our direction. Yes, 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 yeah. Yes, hearts have been renewed and glory be to Jesus. Yeah. Let me tell you, bro, I know what I'm talking about. It happened to me. It happened to me. I know what I'm talking about. I'm a living testimony 
of God's restoration, God's wholeness, and God's growing stuff back out and restoring this and restoring relationships, bringing people in your life who are full of resources to give you what you needed. Are you with me? Bringing broken relationships. Are you with me? Restoring stuff together, physically, spiritually, emotionally. Glory be to you, making you into a whole person. Oh God, I give you praise. Uh, things people said to you may have done damage, but God is restoring you. Glory be to Jesus. He's making you whole. Please take time to meditate on the word and let it sink into your heart and soul and mind today. Knowing that the Christian who meditates on the word will be like a tree planted by the water, bringing forth fruit in its season and prospering in all that he does. But what if you aren't a Christian today? What if you don't know if you're bound for heaven as a forgiven child of God? If that's you, then let's take care of it right now if you're ready. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Are you ready to be forgiven of your sins and washed clean and made new? Are you ready to begin your new life in Christ? Then turn to God right now and say, Lord, I love you. I need you. I repent of my sins. Lord, please forgive me and wash me clean. I receive your forgiveness right now as I put my faith in Jesus as my Savior. God, please lead me and teach me and show me how to live from now on. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And if you're looking for a good church family, you'll be welcomed with open arms at Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee, located at 4750 Capital Circle Southeast near Tram Road. Sunday school begins for all ages at 10 a.m. and the morning service begins at 11. And the Wednesday evening service begins at 7. This is a life-giving, multicultural, multi-generational church where people of all races, backgrounds, and walks of life come together to worship, to be inspired in their love for God, to develop relationships, and to be empowered to live out God's purpose for their lives. Find more information on their website, imitatorsofgodministries.com, or call the church, 850-408-8496. Good day to our listeners. I am Satara Wallace. We have Pastor Emmanuel Williams with us from Imitators of God Ministry who comes on the air weekly Thursday at 12 noon. Before we talk about our projects today, we want to thank our listeners who have contacted us in the past and have expressed their appreciation for the programs that we present. Welcome back, Pastor Emmanuel Williams. Yes, thank you for having me back. I am so excited to be here this morning. Initially, you mentioned thanking those who listen to us, contacting us. I am so appreciative of that. I'm so grateful. We have quite a few people who have called and they've written and it serves really as a source of encouragement because sometimes, you know, you do things and you want to measure progress. This is one of the ways that confirms that you're making an impact and, um, a way to measure progress. So those of you who are listening and those of you who contacted us, I want to say thank you so much. Continue to do so because it serves as an encouragement to us. That is awesome. Yes. I, I remember you also mentioned it to me that you have indeed had visitors who have come to the church as well. Yes, yes. Uh, visitors, Dave, because of the program. Because of the program. They came and visited and enjoyed it. And thank you all so much. Uh, as I said, it's really an encouragement to us. 
Well, a lot has been going on at Imitators of God Ministries, Pastor. Tell us a little bit about those phenomenal things that are going on. Before I do get into these things, because we are a community-based church, the reason for this particular program is, again, to reach out to the community to ask for the community's help. We are asking the community to help us acquire our first building that will house Imitators of God Ministries. Awesome. God awesome. is a wonderful God. And uh, you know, those of you who are listening for the first time or who've heard this interview in the past, in March of this year, 2019, we entered into our ninth year of ministry. And God has been so good to us. In February this year, after committing this ministry to the Lord in prayer, you know, we started February 2011. Yes. After committing this ministry to the Lord in prayer, we started in a small dining room. Wow. We blossomed, went to a, a school, rented a classroom, and then in May of this year, we were presented with the opportunity to purchase our own building. Bless the Lord. And, and so that is why we're here today. And, and I know we're going to get into the programs that the church offers to the community. But I want to put that net before the community. Those of you who are listening, the Bible says if you don't ask, you don't receive. I just want to encourage our listeners. We would agree all that Pastor Emmanuel has been such a blessing on this broadcast. And we want to encourage you to go ahead and begin to make your donations and go to www.justincampaign.com. Again, that is www dot justincampaign.com If you choose to give by check, please make all your checks payable to Imitators of God Ministries and you can mail that check to 4750 Capital Circle Southeast, Tallahassee, Florida 32311 and we'll give that address again and periodically we'll give you the website as well. So going forward, Pastor Emmanuel, you have some phenomenal programs for the youth, and one of them is the mentoring programs. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Certainly, at our church, God has blessed us with um, uh, individuals who are who've been out there in the community, sorry, working and helping the youth. And at the church, we have two mentoring programs. Um, we have the Boy Scout and Troop Seventy Seven, and we have another program called Tag T A G. It means together achieving greatness. Wow. And these are mature people who've gotten help themselves in the past and they know the importance of mentoring the youth at our church. So we have these two programs targeted to help the youth, you know, go through the maze. <laughs> yes. You know, in this society. I remember that last year you started the health prevention services. The health prevention services, we, again, at the church, we have qualified. Professionals. Pe- professionals. Yeah. I was about to say nurses. I'm sorry. That's Nurse, okay. Yeah, we That's do have okay. a lot of nurses. God has blessed us, thank God, for <laughs> quite a few um, nurses and also professionals who've worked. My wife, she's worked uh, at the Leon County Health Department. So uh, God has really blessed us with people who can do that. And so we launched the Health uh, Prevention Services Initiative. And what it does, it provides a wide, a wide range of prevention, education, and awareness services. You know, the church is a strong advocate for the fight against AIDS and other chronic diseases and has conducted educational health seminars to address these concerns. And it's necessary in our community. It is. It is. And the thing is, it's in the church and um, it's in most churches. And that's why we decided to ensure that we can serve people in that area. 
is needed. It's definitely needed. I know your newest community project is your psychosocial group, which offers anger management and is facilitated by your licensed clinical social worker staff who are also in the church. I understand you have at least three or four counselors that are already there. What are y'all planning to do there? Yeah, what we're planning to do is expand the psychosocial group to offer substance abuse classes in 2020. Awesome. You know, God has been good to us, and that's why we are reaching out to the community. All these services, all these services are done at the church. Um, 47 feet, the Capitol Circle, Southeast, uh, Tallahassee, Florida, 3 to 3. One one is our address, and um, that's why reaching out. Those of you who've listened to us in the past, asking for your help, we at first we thought we would have acquired the structure at the end of June, but we got an extension. Yes, we got an extension uh, with the bank, and we'll be closing on September twelfth. And so we're asking everybody who are listening today if you can help support us financially we would really appreciate that i'm going to be honest we need <laughs> we need eighty thousand dollars yes to bring to the table eighty thousand dollars and eighty thousand dollars is a piece of cake for jesus yes it is it's a what a piece, a piece of, cake of cake for jesus for that's jesus. that's 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 not insurmountable no. for god and so and so we're asking those of you can help to do so I believe it's a done deal. I believe the it's Bible done. says, you know, ask and you shall receive, mm-hmm. and uh, that's what we're doing here. Somebody out there can help, whether it's you or you know somebody who can give or loan the funds to us. That would be so wonderful. Exactly, and by we, when, and by doing that, we say each one reach one. You tell somebody else. Yes, and and so we want to go to www.just10campaign.com. I noticed also that you had um, you have money management, you have health prevention services, you have other projects going on in Thanksgiving, giving out needy baskets. One thing that I I remembered that sticks out in my mind are all the people who line up on Saturdays. One thing that sticks out in my mind is all the people that when we drive by on Saturdays that stand out in my mind are the. People coming for food and clothing mm-hmm. on the third of Saturday, every month. The Saturday, yeah, the third Saturday of every month. On the third Saturday of every month, we do have a pantry. We have partnered with Second Harvest and Farm Share, mm-hmm. and we do feed almost 300 people plus on the third Saturday of every month. God has been so good to us. Look, I'll tell you this much. God has implanted a desire in our hearts to fill Leon County and the surrounding counties, the Big Bend area, the state of Florida, and the United States, honestly, (laughs) to serve, uh, uh, just just to fill them with the doctrine of Jesus Christ. And part of the doctrine of Jesus Christ is to feed the poor. Yes. And... um, that's what we are doing. We are out there doing that which the Lord commanded us to do, and it is a blessing to serve in that, in, you know, in that capacity. Honestly, I wish we could do more, but you got to start somewhere. As the Lord blesses, as the Lord blesses, and when we acquire that property, we'll be able to do more. So again, that's why we are reaching out here. We cannot do that without help. We cannot do this without the without community help, yeah. being involved. And so we are asking everybody. To help us in this endeavor. 
That's awesome. I'm excited for you all. I just want to repeat the contact information. It's www.just10campaign.com. And if you choose to give by check and would like to mail it into the Imitators of God Ministries, please use the address 4750 Capital Circle Southeast, Tallahassee, Florida 32311. Wouldn't you all agree what a blessing Pastor Emmanuel is in our community on this broadcast? Thank you so much again for your donations and for contacting us and for showing up in the congregation. We'd just like to encourage you to continue listening every Thursday at 12 noon for this impactful broadcast. I am Satara Wallace here with Pastor Emmanuel Williams with the Imitators of God Ministries. Thank you for listening and have a phenomenal week. Bye-bye.